we've been in the UK for two weeks. And the most important thing that's happened is we're friends on Facebook. <laughs> it's amazing. Thank you. You're the bigger man because you decided to add me. I added you. I thought it was funny because... Um... I just say it. I can't really say it without pointing out that obviously you got married. It's fine. You can say that. Yeah. We attended your wedding. Uh, your best man added me on Facebook. I have no idea how because I was not friends with anybody in your social circle. So he must have found me by searching through Hong Kong. I then added him, obviously, you and your family, who I play, well, who we are both playing the division with. But not my mum. But, but not your mum. Your mum doesn't play Division unless she's secretly, what, Gear Score 300 or something. And then your family all accepted within an hour or so. And then you accepted like a week later. Were you offended during that week long period? Uh, I found it quite amusing. I was actually thinking you were probably never going to accept it. And it was going to be <laughs> just one of those, one of those fun factoids. Nope. We're friends. We're friends. Finally, it's official. I thought you were going to say the most important thing that happened in the two weeks was that I became a Pokemon master. No, that's second. <laughs> that's, that's secondary. Okay, and your wedding's a distant third. Yes. <laughs> Obviously not. Obviously not. Yes, so, fun times. So many places we could go here. Or, actually, the truth may be that there's actually not many places we can go from here. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what to say. It's funny, as soon as you start recording, your mind just kind of goes blank. I think we had much, much banter before. It's like, oh, it's a shame we're not recording any of this. And then... uh but Before, it was just you complaining about your job, <laughs> if I'm honest, and not knowing what you want to do with things. Well, we we had a very... We had another very long retrospective on the podcast, which thankfully we didn't record this time, so you don't have to listen to it, <laughs> about what we're doing with the podcast and where it's going. So we're still doing the podcast, evidently. Or at least we are if you are listening to this. If this never gets released, then we're not. One conclusion we had was that I don't shoot. Ting doesn't really enjoy playing games. Well, I think we already knew this. I think we've probably mentioned this in the past before. I just don't enjoy them as much as you. Well, I think the question is then, you know, why are we doing a computer game podcast? But I think we said maybe we're not doing a computer game podcast. I think we're just going to segue generally into the two guys talking genre. Or at least don't feel so constrained to only talk about computer games since we do often stray away from it and we feel like we have to bring it back but maybe we just won't bring it back there's plenty of times where we want to talk about things you enjoy more like productivity and how to you know focus and yeah you know i don't see why we we shouldn't talk about those things only last week i was looking about the optimal amount of coffee you should drink every day we should talk about that I can't tell if you're joking or not. Things like this make me laugh. Things like this make me laugh. But then the problem is, I guess, you know, there are plenty of things that people do without thinking. It's like, it's like I'm terrible at mingling. I'm really shockingly bad at mingling, as I discovered when I went to some university reunion drinks thing earlier in the week. And yeah, I'm just terrible at mingling. Uh, well, I know I'm terrible at mingling, but this really reminds me how bad I am. And then other people are just like, oh, it's easy, just go and talk to them. It's like, I I just don't understand. But at my wedding, you were fine. I thought you oh, made friends very quickly. No, no, no way. <laughs> Awkward. You managed to 
adopt some sort of headwear oh yeah the awesome uh my awesome actually there was a really good photo i think where everyone's drinking shots and i'm wearing a napkin on my head and it looks like it's the most funnest time actually it was the most funnest time so that's why you know it was so great that my grandma just momentarily took a took a holiday but but that's the thing i think you know things that you're good at you can't explain why they're kind of like effortless and i think this is why i find thing it funny when you talk about stuff like the optimal amount of coffee to drink or how to concentrate and your strange plant a forest app it's like just concentrate for six hours continuously what's so hard about that that's true and i would just mingle yeah exactly so everyone's a special snowflake you know we've all got our weaknesses the problem is there's too many of these topics it's being able to pick the best ones yeah now we're going to be what rabbit in the headlights stuck in indecision we couldn't even pick what to eat for dinner just now i think it was 30 minutes for delivery but we probably spent 30 minutes trying to decide between different kinds of burgers or pizza yes it could be tangent club squared it's gonna be crazy so we're gonna change the website to tangent club that would actually be a great podcast that would be a great podcast. Maybe we should buy the domain name just in case. If the domain name is available, let's make sure we buy it before this podcast goes out. Tangent.club. Tangent.club. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. That's a podcast we should have made. We can still make it. We can still make it. There's it's still fun. time. Oh, it can be the mindless ramblings of two millennials. Oh, this is, this is genius. You should just do that. Yeah. Okay. So maybe, <laughs> maybe this is the end. <laughs> Yeah, you need to insert some violins now. Sad, the sad violin song. My sister is a classical violinist. I remember asking her, can you play the sad violin song? And she's like, what's the sad violin song? It's like, you know when they like, like play the, like the small violin? And she's like, what are you talking about? So I- I'm sure if I type sad violin song into, into Google, it will come up with something appropriate. Okay, so what is this nonsense now? Pokemon Go. Are we int- are we doing any kind of introduction to the podcast? Oh, we lost levels club. I'm with Sir, Sir Mike. <laughs> this is this is terrible. This is this is probably the worst. This is the mo- most unprofessional <laughs> introduction to the podcast ever. We've listened to others. They're, so long as we're not the least professional, it's fine. Yeah, that's true. A lot of the time they don't introduce themselves on a podcast. We've been doing this how many episodes now? Since October. Yeah, considering it's since October, not that many episodes. I guess our production schedule is not great. Almost 20, I think. Oh, we're over 20. Nice one. Nice ones. So you're Ting Ting. Ting. The the panda. (laughs) This is terrible. This is like literally the worst we've managed to do this. We're out of practice. It's been a few weeks. I don't think it's too bad. Sometimes we're rambling like mad and... We stutter. I think we're quite controlled here. I think the other thing I said I would do is just edit less. So I think I'm going to just let this be a car crash. People can hear what it's like before I go through six hours of editing. You know, allow six hours of editing. Let's just see how it comes out this time. It's a, it's a new post-retrospective world. We've had the retrospective. This is our, our new sprint of... Shocking. <laughs> but unedited sounds so scary, but fuck it. Well, it'll, I'll edit it. I'll edit it a bit. It's fine. I'm messing around. Yeah, I'll edit it when you go off on a racist diatribe. 
or um you can edit it so you can put them in <laughs> i'll edit one in <laughs> okay okay so what's happened we were both away in the uk for two weeks we we were away basically for the same two weeks i think i flew the friday night and you flew the saturday night and it was the weekend that pokemon go went live in the uk so we both downloaded it and we tried running it in Hong Kong and got nowhere because there, there were no Pokemon, there were no Pokestops. Uh, but as soon as we landed in the UK, we were able to start playing. And that's what you did straight as soon And as that's you- what I did as soon as I, I was walking from the train station to where I was staying and I caught like five Pokemon on the way. I remember on that first day back, I skipped lunch with April's family to go Pokemon hunting with. My sister and my brother-in-law. Are you serious? <laughs> serious. Wow. So we got really into it. I think everyone got really into it. It went crazy. Like it was Pokemon fever. I actually heard that it was even crazier in the US, but it was certainly a huge deal in the UK, in London at least. I think we both bumped into just random groups of people playing it. Or we went to Holland Park yeah. and huge crowds of people all talking about it and like going oh there's a charmander over there oh there's a charmander over here and everyone running around well and then the frustrations of the game being incredibly unstable and being unable to log in during most of the day for for the first week or so and then the tracker being busted and then discovering pokevision well i mean we'll we'll go into more of this later i think yeah we will but everyone's playing. Even your mum is playing. Everyone's Yeah, so I think we said we'd do a roll call of uh, our status. So I am level 22 and I have caught 103 Pokemon. When I say 103 Pokemon, I mean 103 types. I've probably caught like a thousand Pokemon. But, you know, my Pokedex score is 103. That's crazy. I, I know I'm in, the, I'm in the lead for our uh, little uh, Pokemon group. I'm level 15. I have 71. Maybe 70. But I've missed a few. Do you have any where you've, you've seen it, but you've not collected it? I, I did have. I did have, but I've managed to close those gaps up now. I have four of those. They're the ones that hurt the most. It, it's definitely got harder recently as well. Cause the, I mean, you know, I mean, let's have, we'll have a whole section, I think, talking about the bugs as well. But recently they're running away a lot. So it's definitely more common now. And then as you were alluding to, my mum is playing. And my mum is further ahead. She's almost level 23. So my mum has more XP than me. And I think 86 on the Pokedex. So yeah, my mum is playing. <laughs> there have been certainly really funny, um, funny times where, like at your wedding, for example... And then I think I, I took a photo of the of a Pokemon at your wedding while the wedding photographer was busy taking photos. I, I sneakily took a photo of your group with a Pokemon at the front. And then I actually got sent photos from my family while I was at your wedding where they discovered that one of the bathrooms in the house, they could reach a Pokestop. And there's a photo of them all sitting in the bathtub in the bathroom with their phones out spinning this Pokestop. That would make a great photo, but... I guess you don't want your family on the blog. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if we want to to publicize your wedding or my family uh, on the blog. I think we can publicize the wedding. I, I'll I'll consult and I'll come back to you. 
Okay, I, and I'll see you about my family too. I expect they'll be fine with it. It's just, fun. Yeah, just put other Pokemon in instead of the fa- on top of the faces. Oh, the faces are the problem. I have a lot of faces. There's a lot of faces. You, you can't like black out the faces because then you just look like a psychopath. You're going to put big red X's over them. There'll be questions asked. You could just crop out the heads. Crop out the heads? <laughs> it's the saddest way. blur them out. What is this thing? True. Fine. The difference between you and me, Mike, is I feel really naked without a script. I feel really naked right now. Okay, do you want me to bust out the script? I, you did write some notes. I did. Can we... Can we... <laughs> is that okay? You're gesturing as if you're waiting for the iPad to um, do its job, but actually your your brain <laughs> is the one that's holding it back. Yeah, you know, uh, what do they call it? Like object permanence or something? Like, I click the button and then I my brain obviously skipped the frame where the iPad had changed and I was like, I'm waiting for a change. And then I realised, oh, it's already changed. <laughs> and now I'm just like, hey, dumbass. Okay, there's going to be Velcro now. Is that one of the few times where Velcro's okay on your iPad case? I remember when I was young, this is a total tangent. See, this should be Tangent Club, that I used to really like Velcro shoes. I used to like Velcro shoes because I didn't have shoelaces. And I used to find shoelaces really, really taxing. Like, I used to have to ask someone else to tie my shoelaces for a long, long time. And then someone told me someone to tie my shoelaces by making, like, bunny ears. Did you ever do this? Like, the two-loop method of tying shoelaces? Obviously, now it's not a big deal. And I look back and think, what was so hard about tying shoelaces? I think you forget that when you're younger, like your control of your body is just not quite there. Like your fingers just don't work properly. Yeah, but then you have people like kids playing piano at a very high level. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Maybe this is just me then. It's me too. I, I had problems with shoelaces. I used to just tuck them in. <laughs> just... Wow, that's like really fashionable now, isn't it? Uh, Maybe not. No, maybe. that's really fashionable like 20 years ago, isn't it? Um, my dad um, showed me his wedding shoes and they were Velcro ones. No! Yeah. What? I had to kindly say, um, can we get better shoes, please? Are you serious? I'm serious. So we'll go back. When we get very old, we'll be like, fuck these shoelaces. <laughs> I'm getting Velcro ones. Guess all that kneeling down is going to, f- is a pain. I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe it's going to go the other way. And in the future, there'll be like really complicated, like, strange mechanical bracings on your shoes instead and people will be like oh you can wear these ones with shoelaces like dad i can't wear shoelaces i need to wear my i can't even think of a complicated way to describe like clockwork shoes back to the future right back to the future was the magic auto laces they sell those now don't they i thought they looked like them but they didn't really no 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 they made them they made like real nike power laces where you push the button and it like ratchets them in it'll happen then in our lifetimes yeah, maybe not for smart shoes. I don't know. I don't know. Is smart is smart wear um, eternal? It's probably not. If you, if you look at what... Sorry, this is a total tangent. You see, look, tangent club is the way forward. If you look at what suits used to look like 20 years ago, like what was a fashionable cut of a suit? You know, now slim is, you know, very slim, very short is in fashion. Like 20 years ago, really like crazy baggy long suits were the height of fashion. It looks insane. I can't imagine that. I might just be wrong. I might just want to offend all the Americans. 
I thought that was just the, the Americans have always been like that. Yeah, I think that's probably what I'm thinking of. I actually finally just saw like a, a basketball team wearing their suits, which were fashionable, but insane. And like, no one wears suits like that apart from people who are too rich. And well, the height of fashion, who actually wears like high fashion clothes? No one. True. Except for Sir Mike. <laughs> no, I, I definitely don't. My My clothes are actually all from Gap today. I don't know terrible actually i usually would try and wear not clothes from not the same company top and bottom but today i am i'm all gap even the pants (laughs) tmi (laughs) is the gap okay now is it the gap oh i don't know i used to say gap it doesn't have the written on the bag Mm -hmm. is gap okay now probably not but it's very convenient they make clothes that fit me because i feel your style taste is different to what happens in reality. I think you have quite demanding tastes. But you're just too lazy to follow through. Yeah, probably. Well, I don't think it's practical to wear that many belts at once. Or have a collar that high. (laughs) I think I secretly want to dress like a Final Fantasy character, but I can't actually quite... (laughs) I couldn't quite take myself seriously if I actually did it. You're in the right place. We'll, We'll appreciate you here. Maybe I could look like a Final Fantasy villain. I shave my head. Like, lots of, lots of belts. Belts everywhere and pouches. Some sort of sword? I don't know. I don't think you can carry a sword and look, you know, and be taken seriously though. Have you seen the Justice League trailer? Oh no, the Wonder Woman trailer. Yes. Where she has a sword. On her back? Yeah. In a cocktail dress. <laughs> what? Have you seen this? No, I hadn't noticed that part. Just have to work it in like that. <laughs> just, just, just work it in like, yeah. like Just sit down at a meeting with a sword on and be like, oh, sorry, guys. And I'll just take the sword off and just put it down on the table. It's like, well, let's start. Make sure I don't forget that, right? <laughs> yeah, make sure I don't forget my sword. <sighs> wow, the tangents are really... Um, this is going to be really bad, especially if I don't... If I edit this less this time... Just try to over, over, overcompensate because the pre-chat was so disappointing. Yeah, well, we kind of... That's the problem. I think we had like three hours of pre-chat before we started recording the episode. Yeah. We've got to find the sweet spot. We have notes. Yeah, we've got notes now. Oh, so here it says, I am on 69 and April's on 70. I I think I'm the the worst one out of all of us in the group. So there's four others in the group. Well, we just got a message as well that someone else has broken the 100 barrier. How many are there in total on four? Okay, so in Gen 1 Pokemon, there are 151. So what's your intention now? What's, what, are you going to try and get 151? Well, I don't think you can get 151 in Pokemon Go. So the ones that are not in the game, as far as anyone knows, or at least they may be in the game, but they're not catchable. Mew... Mewtwo, the three legendary birds, Zapdos, Articuno, and Moltres, and Ditto, randomly, for some reason, is not catchable. So that's six that are missing. I heard nine. Oh, you said three legendary birds and you named them? Yes. Okay, fine. So six. (laughs) So what's 151 minus six? 145. Yeah, so I think 145 is the current theoretical maximum. I read that they were restricted by continent as well. They are restricted by continent as well. So 
In addition, there is Farfetch'd, only catchable in Asia, which is like a duck holding a spring onion. Tauros, which is a bull, and that's only catchable in America. I think maybe even North America, because it's only just released in Brazil, and they're not sure what continent-unique Pokemon they're going to get. Europe has Mr. Mime, which is a mime. (laughs) And Australia appropriately has Kangaskhan, which is like a kangaroo. So that's... Is that four? Yep. So that's so there's 141 if you exclude the regional Pokemon. It's amazing that you know that. So we, we talked about this before as well. You haven't played the Pokemon games, have you? Whereas I actually did play Pokemon Red at the time it came out. And you've never seen the Pokemon cartoon? Nope. So I made some comment earlier and obviously it was completely lost on you because you've never seen the cartoon. You've never heard the theme song or the Poke rap. Nope. Yeah, it's so sad. I really want to sing it, but I, I, but I, I, you know, I just can't do it justice. But you can still repeat your line for people who, who will appreciate it. It wasn't a very good line. I just said, you know, I've got 100 on the Pokemaster and said, it's my destiny. But then, of course, you didn't pick up on it because to be a Pokemon master is my destiny. Got to catch him. Oh, I can't do it. My, That's I'm completely, out of, I'm completely out of tune as well. Can you pass auto-tune through yourself like that? Oh, I probably can. I'll have to... I mean, I'm not going to learn it in time, but that would be great. Yeah, I'll I'll have an auto-tuned version of myself singing the poker app. People would pay for that? Unlikely. I I doubt it. I doubt people will even listen to it. So, I think it was a BuzzFeed article that Kevin had sent over of um, how addicted you are to Pokemon. And one of the requirements was you have a, a dedicated chat. Oh, yes, which we do. We do. The dedicated Pokemon chat, which is where we're getting these scores on the doors from of how many we've caught. And we'll we'll post up new new sightings and any general updates. What else was on that list? Oh, I guess we can leave it for later. Well, I, th- I think that, you see, I, I'm just going to go off on another tangent here and complain that I think when we've got the notes you just like to read from a list of the notes and there's just no flow to it it's just no fun okay fine and i think i think i think part of the problem as well is like when we actually sat here recording it's also there's there's much less flow than when we were just talking before like we actually we actually talked quite a lot about pokemon code before we started recording and i think it was perhaps slightly better than this yeah but you'll rescue it in the edit this is why you edit so much, though. Yeah, that's why I'm saying I'm not going to edit it. It's just going to be an awful episode. Fine. Tough shit. We'll get better, or we won't, and then we'll reboot the podcast as Tangent Club. We'll do that anyway, regardless. I thought. Are we going to do it? Yeah. I don't think we. Can, I don't think we can do it without making a new podcast on Libsyn. Oh, we can't recycle and have it point to another another domain so you just have to change the rss well we can look into it it'll save us the effort we can look into it which is code for let's not bother okay fine no let's let's talk about it another day you wanted to ask have i spent money on it yes you haven't spent money on it not yet not yet you've been tempted though yeah i have yeah, and I remember your sister said, oh, I really want to buy some incubators, but I just feel weird spending money on the game. 
And then I think you replied to your sister, Mike's already spent money on the game. And she went, oh yeah, fine then. And she just went and bought some incubators. Yeah, I caved quite early on. I caved quite early on and I bought £8 worth of Pokecoins. And then I just bought two incubators and a load of bag upgrades. Uh, what does a load of bag upgrades mean? So for items or for Pokemon? I bought one Pokemon um, expansion so I can hold 300. I can hold 300 Pokemon and I bought, is it two, three or three bag upgrades? I don't know. I can hold 450 items. The limit at the cuff I have is 350. Okay. So I bought two bag upgrades and then I actually still have, uh, I bought two incubators and I still have 300 Pokecoins. Well, actually I have 390 because you get them from capturing gyms as well, but I haven't been uh, very good at capturing a gym every day. So I've only got only got 90 from gym captures. Is that your plan to capture one a day? Well, I think the most efficient thing you can do is capture at least one a day. So there's a 21 hour cooldown from when you claim your Pokecoins for the day. You don't have to hold the gym for any length of time. If you're holding a gym, you can just immediately claim your coins. There's no like tutorial about this at all. You just have to like figure it out from the way the the user interface works. But you can basically get 10 Pokecoins a day quite easily. Getting more than 10 is quite difficult because certainly in London and Hong Kong, there's so much competition for gyms that if you capture a gym and try and walk from one gym to the next, by the time you get to the next one, your first gym will probably have been taken back. But what? why is that a problem? Because when you claim the coins, it's the number of gyms you hold at the moment you claim. So you get 10 coins per gym you hold, up to 100 coins. So that's the way to make Pokecoins without paying real money for it. Is there a hard and fast rule to determine whether a gym is takeable for yourself mm, i mean most gyms are takeable even for lowly level 15 no <laughs> i'm kidding you probably could i mean up to three people can attack the gym at once and i guess it's just a matter of how strong your pokemon is against theirs you only actually really need to take most people can take down a gym pretty much because if you're trying to attack a gym with the opposing faction you have six pokemon to do it with and you only have to beat one of their Pokemon with your six to start damaging the gym's prestige. And if you're so if you're there long enough, you will eventually take it down. Okay. If six of your Pokemon can't take down their first Pokemon, then yeah, you're just stuffed. I mean then you can't do it. Shall we move on to some stories? Well, I think the stories are the most interesting bit. Yeah. I mean the the weird anecdotal stuff. Since it's actually probably still early days for Pokemon Go, if you think about it. It's only been out... Well, it's been out about a month now, I guess. They're still rolling out to new countries. I remember I was saying when I was back in the UK, wow, I hope they release it in Hong Kong before we get back so I can keep playing it. And fortunately, they did. So it's available here too. How did you start? Did you get the UK version, UK account, or did you have to do some weirdness? No, I mean, my... So I'm playing on an iPhone, and my ios like app store account is still based in the uk it's still got a uk credit card associated with it so as soon as it came out in the uk i could just download it and it came out before it came out before you flew into yeah i mean i think it came out like a few days before i flew to the uk but there was just you know i couldn't do much with it because there wasn't anything in hong kong so i knew there was nothing in hong kong i didn't actually even bother running it i just downloaded the app and i'd made an account i actually first played it properly when I got on the airport express train to head to <laughs> for my flight, 
So on the Airport Express train, I caught my first Pokemon, which is a uh, Charmander. I thought it wasn't in Hong Kong yet. No, no, because you get a starter Pokemon. Oh yeah, yeah. So when you when you start the game for the first time, it will give you a choice of three Pokemon to catch: Squirtle, Bulbasaur, Charmander, just like in Pokemon Red and Blue. And I picked Charmander just like I did when I first played the games back in the day. Uh, there's actually an Easter egg. If you ignore the start Pokemon three times, then it'll give you Pikachu as an option as well. But yeah, so that's how that's how I started. And then obviously I couldn't catch anything after that. But then I just got on the plane and I carried on playing in the UK once I landed. Did you get free Wi-Fi or did they offer Wi-Fi free to you on the plane? No. Well, actually, I mean, there is Wi-Fi on the plane, but I have to pay for it. Yeah, I didn't know there's Wi-Fi on the plane now. Yeah, it's the future. Were you fly? Do you also fly with Virgin Atlantic? Yeah. Were you on, uh, is it 787, the one with the magic tinting windows? And yeah, it's, it's high tech. So it's a matter of time. We'll get it for free at some point. <laughs> we'll get it for free. I doubt it. In our lifetimes. Maybe in our lifetime. Yeah, I mean, at some point, not offering internet is going to be considered as rude as not offering water or maybe not offering air. And then it will be free. But we haven't quite reached that point. I think we're close, though. You're right. So where should we start? Did I, did, I already said that on that first day I skipped out on lunch with April's family to go to the cemetery to pick up Pokemon. Yeah, I was so confused because I was... Yeah, it was just mad. Those first few days was like complete Pokemon fever. I mean, it was really unstable. I played it really early in the morning when it was still working. And then from the afternoon of the Saturday, it just basically didn't work at all. I remember I couldn't even log in and then walking around London and just being unable to log in. So I actually didn't expect to play it that much. But then on the Sunday, it started working again. And actually, it was quite fun. And I think that's when I must have got added to your chat group, because that's the day you would have landed. And then it kind of just snowballed from there. It it went crazy. Like, my mum saw me playing it, and she was like, oh, what's that? And she started playing it too. My sister started playing it. We started bumping into people in the streets who were playing it. It was... Yeah, it got out of control really fast. I remember I wanted to try and go see the Tate Modern, because... Which day was that? Uh, this is probably the Monday. Okay, and then I met you on Tuesday. Yeah, because I'm a pretentious dickbag, and I wanted to see modern art, and there was a George O'Keefe exhibition. Disclaimer, it's okay to see modern art, by the way. It isn't, you know, normal people. Normal people go to see it too. Yes. So, I was trying to get to the Tate Modern... That my, that my comment itself may underline how out of touch I am with the common man. How ironic. Last time I was at the Tate Modern, I actually saw Russell Brand. What did you do? Did you spit at him? No. On he, him? I, I just looked slightly confused because he, he walked in backwards. He walked in through the exit of one of those exhibitions. Like, and I was just like, is that Russell Brand? <laughs> and then he walked out again. So, there I you really go. thought. You meant he walked in backwards through the entrance? No, that would have been great. That would have been great, but no. I've heard he's a slightly strange character in real life. He's a slightly strange character in... In everything. Everything. Anyway, there you go. Worthless anecdote out of the way. So, we never made it to State Modern. We decided to walk because it was a nice day. And six hours later, we just spent the whole time making detours to catch Pokemon and go, walk through Pokestops and go to hang out at Pokestops with Lures 
and we got to Tate Modern as it was closing and it was like oh well too bad it closes quite late that thing no no it closes at six it closes at six it's only Friday and Saturday it closes at ten so whoops and I never did make it to Tate Modern <laughs> we got we got there basically 15 minutes before it closed so I had time to take a few pictures of like the turbine hall and go and see the the new building and the view from that but yeah that was about it so Pokemon Go very distracting and then it's funny because the tracker has never worked since we've played it I think when it first released in the US there was the whole thing with the footprints and you can try and find Pokemon that are nearby when the Pokemon's like really close to you it's one footprint and then when it's really far away but you can still you know walk to it it's three but no one knew how what one footprint meant well certainly we didn't because like from whenever we played it it was always just showing three footprints so actually finding a pokemon was just an exercise in frustration it it was actually not a big deal when you first start playing because every pokemon's exciting it's like oh my god it's a pidgey oh it's a ratata woo and then very quickly it's like oh another pidgey actually pidgeys are pidgeys are great because you know 12 candies to evolve them but drowsies like london is full of drowsies it's weird because you don't ever see drowsies in hong kong it's quite funny i bet people in hong kong would kill for a drowsy in london you can't like walk five meters before running into yet another drowsy and they're worthless for evolving as well because it takes 50 so eventually you've caught all the common pokemon and then it just becomes really frustrating because you'll see on the nearby view in the game that there's some pokemon you haven't caught before but then trying to actually find that Pokemon is a nightmare because you have no idea whether you're getting closer or further away from it. If you're walking in the right direction or the wrong direction, you just have to randomly walk and hope for the best. It did start to get very frustrating and I was certainly starting to get a bit bored of the game until we discovered Pokevision. When did the, when did we discover that? So as I normally do when I'm enjoying a computer game, I looked on Reddit to see if there was... A subreddit for it of which obviously there were boatloads and on one of them they started talking about this site called pokevision pokevision was just the most popular of a whole bunch of different sites that supported this capability so people reverse engineered the actual back-end api of the game and there's a whole subreddit devoted to pokemon go development as well like deciphering the api figuring out how the actual game mechanics really work internally so i actually started off by reading that and i was originally going to try and do it myself and make one just as a fun diversion but then obviously i discovered someone's already done one and it's really really good so pokevision you could just hit a button to say like focus on me it would bring up a map focus on your location and it would just show you the pokemon in the area you could hit a button that said scan and it would scan for pokemon and it would show you exactly where they were with a timer with a timer so you could see how long you had before it despawned and even better than that it would show you if other people had scanned in the area as well so you didn't necessarily have to scan yourself you could just bring it up and see like a, a high level view of all the pokemon in the area because certainly by the end everyone was using this thing i think they they think they said that they had 50 million active users. It was crazy. Like the number of people playing this game, completely mad. So the chances are, if you were in a city, at least the whole area around you had already been scanned to hell. Like you could just bring it up and you would see what was in the area. And I think some of 
the most fun times we had your Pokemon Go were as a result of Pokevision. Either because you'd bring up the tracker, you'd see there was a Pokemon you needed nearby, and then you'd be like, oh, Pokevision, and you'd switch to Pokevision, and then you'd hope it was working, because it did go up and down quite a lot because of the load. And if it was working, you'd be scanning around frantically trying to figure out where the Pokemon actually was. And if Pokevision was down, then you were obviously back to the battle days of frustration and just hoping for the best, or more likely, not even bothering, because... There's literally no point when you don't even know if it's 10 seconds or 15 minutes and you're just going to have to run around in a random direction. I, I think the most fun, though, was when you're idly just sitting around, you bring up PokerVision, and then it's something like, guys, 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 there's a Porygon, there's a Porygon down the road, we've got three minutes, we've got to go now. I, I think this happened several times. I don't know what it was like with your family, because I don't think... I don't think any of these moments actually happened when I was playing with all of you, but... It did happen when we were walking back Oh, you're home. right. It did happen. We thought, I thought we were walking you home to your, back to your hotel, but then you and Kevin disappeared into the distance. Yeah, that's right. So when we were in, we were in Cheltenham yeah. for your wedding, and then we were all staying in different hotels. So yeah, we were trying to walk back to, uh, to someone's hotel... And then we suddenly realised there were three rare Pokemon that had spawned a little way away and there was five minutes on the clock. And then we, two of us just ran. And then the other two, realising what had happened, just ran after us as well. And you and your friend, your friend of whom wasn't playing Pokemon, and seeing as it was your wedding and you felt like you had to, because uh, he'd flown all the way over from New York. So you had to accompany him. And the rest of us just ran off into the darkness. <laughs> to catch these pokemon it was an electro buzz if i remember correctly and you caught it and i caught it yeah we all caught it apart from you sad face have you caught one now yes i th- i hope so i think so i didn't give you my phone i don't understand why i didn't give you my phone yeah that's that's the key give your friend your phone that because that's actually happened several times as well now where i've been like as a pokemon i'm gonna go and catch it and, and someone just hands me their phone's like see you later but no uh, John's, John puts in a disclaimer saying, I'll try, but... Yeah, no guarantees. Yeah. Disclaimer, it's no not, guarantees. It's not on me. And um, thank you for letting us borrow your power bank. Oh, yeah. April was like, I need your power bank, Mike. Yeah, the two, <laughs> like, what? the two of you, I can't believe you managed to go this long without an external battery. We've, I've ordered, we've ordered two from Shami. Still not arrived, though. So on that, so what did we use before PokerVision? Because we went to Holland Park a few times. The first time we went to Holland Park, we didn't have PokerVision, right? And I, I can see also why some people said it's cheating. You know, they're saying, oh, it's cheating. I mean, it is way more efficient playing it with PokerVision. That first time we went to Holland Park and we were just wandering around, I think we caught, what, like three or four Charmanders? Hmm. And then... We were there going there for what, though? We knew that a lot of Charmanders spawned in Holland Park. It, it was a well-known location for Charmanders at the time. I think it's actually since changed. It's now Bulbasaurs. And they are just periodically rotating. They call them nests now. There's, this whole terminology has started to describe the Pokemon Go like gameplay mechanics. But at the time, it was Charmanders. We knew they spawned there. And we specially went to Holland Park to catch them. I think we caught three or four when we were there. And we spent like the whole afternoon there as well. It was quite fun. I mean, it was a nice day as well. So it was nice just to sit around in the sun, have a picnic. picnic. Yeah, very idyllic, you know, proper British summer for the one week where the weather's nice. 
which was fortunately when your wedding was. So actually that worked out quite well. So after the wedding, obviously not you and your wife, you were off on your mini moon as you term it. But the rest of us, like in that Pokemon chat, so um, me, your sister, your sister's husband, your sister's husband's brother, a whole bunch of us went back to Holland Park armed with Pokevision. And in two hours, I think we caught 38 Charmanders. I caught enough to evolve a Charizard, which takes 125 candies. So, yeah, it was way more efficient. We were like, we were, we were like a well-oiled machine. You're like, bring up PokerVision. And it'd be like, there's two more this way. And we started, you know, we'd start heading straight for it. But even if we hadn't had PokerVision, it actually would have been fine because everyone else in the park was doing the same thing. You, you saw groups of people looking at their phones going 10 minutes this way. And then a whole pack of people would walk off that direction, either because they were, you know, friends or because they knew that this group of people knew what they were doing and they were just tagging along it, it really was really funny there was like big groups of people all walking in like in a pack and like you could see they'd arrive they'd catch the charmander and the whole group would just migrate off together to the next spot but it was a lot of people it was a lot of people i mean there were there were definitely hundreds of people playing the, the park was really packed and everyone there was playing pokemon go basically i actually saw a photo from uh the following weekend when it was Bulbasaur's and it was even busier. Like, I think it's, I think it's still just getting worse. And there was another, you know, on top of this with the whole, the stampedes you get when a rare Pokemon spawns. So I think I've not actually witnessed this happen in real life. I've only seen it on the internet, but the Central Park Vaporeon stampede. But that's... That's a genuine photo, a video. That's a genuine video, yeah. A Vaporeon spawns in Central Park and people just start running into the road and running across the road and doesn't someone else like get out of their car and just leave the engine running and just run off into the park? I hope, I'm hoping that was a passenger, not... <laughs> not the driver. Not the driver. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But I heard that that actually happened. Is it this weekend in, in Holland Park? They've all gone catching Bulbasaur's again and then... While they were walking around, someone shouted, Lapras, Lapras, and <laughs> everyone just converged on that location to catch this Lapras. Lapras being one of the, uh, Vaporeon and Lapras, I think, are two of the best. Okay. And, and, and Kevin, Kevin tried to climb into the Queen's Garden to catch a Snorlax. What? <laughs> Did you, you probably didn't catch this because you were too busy getting married, but, uh, one of the stories, yeah, it was, it was when you were on the mini moon. So, when we were meeting up to go to Holland Park the second time, Kevin took a detour through Hyde Park on the way there. And he saw that there was a Snorlax, but it had spawned in Buckingham Palace Garden. And so he obviously really wanted the Snorlax. So he, he walked up to the wall of Buckingham Palace Garden, but he still wasn't close enough. And he started like pressing himself against the wall and then trying to like thinking do you think I can climb over the wall without getting arrested? Unfortunately, <laughs> there's a little like kink in the wall where it kind of like, like does a sharp corner and bends in. And he saw another guy like wedging himself into the corner and the guy saw him and said, Snorlax. And he went, yeah, yeah, Snorlax. And the guy said, you know, come here, come here and beckoned him over. And then he got out of the way and let Kevin press himself into the corner. And then he was close enough to catch Snorlax. <laughs> but Kevin seriously considered breaking into the Buckingham Palace to catch a Snorlax. And this was in the same chat that I'm part of. Yeah. You must have just missed it because it was while you were on your 
mini moon. Oh, I missed a treat. Yeah, it was a good one. That's why that's why your sister today sent that screenshot saying, do not trespass to catch Pokemon. You know, do not trespass while playing Pokemon Go because of the time when Kevin almost broke into Buckingham Palace to catch the Snorlax. Kevin's not doing that well right now, is he? Yeah, I don't know what his I don't know what his score is. I don't know what his Pokedex is. I think I'm still in the lead with 103. John's on 100, so he's probably going to overtake me quite soon. Because I'm... Working too hard. I'm working too hard. Yeah. Also, it's just too hot to play in Hong Kong. It's just, it's just so hot. There are so many Pokemon here, though. It is crazy. Like, the density of Pokestops. I thought there were a lot in London. Hong Kong is just off the charts. There was some article saying you could spend 40-odd minutes on the tram. You can catch 50 Pokemon. Because that thing is moving so slowly. Yeah, there are just so many Pokemon in Hong Kong. It's it's really crazy and quite rare ones too, like different Pokemon to to London. So there seems to be a wider variety of Pokemon. And basically every Pokestop has a lure on it as well. I think it's just because the population density is so high. Everyone's like sat at home thinking, oh, I can reach this Pokestop from my, from my apartment. I'm just going to put a lure on it. And that's basically true of every Pokestop in Hong Kong. Like if you open up the map, basically every Pokestop is going to have a lure on it. It's crazy. Yeah, two buildings in my estate are Pokestops. What? Towers two and five for some reason. From from my flat, you know, I can reach two Pokestops. Do you have to push yourself in a... No, I just... any walls? No, I, just, I can just get two of them, just from anywhere. Pokestop density in Hong Kong is, is nuts. How committed are you to the cause? Do you just leave your phone on in the flat, waiting? No, I mean, I'm... I think I've... My interest has waned a bit because the PokeVision doesn't work anymore. And, you know, I think I think that has taken a lot of the fun out of it. I actually did quite like just checking PokeVision, seeing a rare Pokemon, and then, you know, just putting my shoes on and just running out the door to catch it. I actually did that several times. And, you know, I just can't do that anymore. But you, if it, if it came back, you'd do it probably but the chances of there being a rare pokemon that i really need are lower now i guess because i've i've caught more of them but i would really like a snorlax i would really like a lapras for example so there are still pokemon where i would just run out the door but yeah so i can't do it with pokevision anymore and you know it's not the same running the app and seeing one on the nearby because you know what does that mean if it's nearby it could be anywhere and i don't think i'm going to find it so that whole facet of the game is gone now, sadly. And then they have kind of broken the game in the most recent update. They changed the ball-throwing physics. And they're all kind of weird. And Pokemon run away a lot now. They have at least acknowledged it was a bug. I remember when they first pushed the update out, where they they took away the footprints entirely. You know, they said, oh yeah, we fixed the tracking. It's like, you fix the tracking by removing it entirely great job guys so there's there's literally no way to you know there's even no pretense that you can pretend to figure out where a pokemon is anymore pokevision has been blocked so they've added you know new security measures to the api to prevent it being reverse engineered so easily they've started banning botting accounts which is probably for the best really and uh, let's see what else they have screwed up the catch rates i mean this is I hope unintentional and not a cash grab, but Pokemon are certainly breaking out balls a lot more, running away a lot more. The speculation is because 
if you do a nice, a great or an excellent throw, that is supposed to improve your catch chances and give you an XP bonus. But people notice that there's no XP bonus anymore, even when you throw, you know, a nice, great or excellent throw. The reason seems to be because they changed some variable like, okay, I'm not going to, <laughs> I still have to go off the deep end into the, the numbers behind it. But basically they changed some variable that's scaled and there's some other inequality condition. I have gone off the deep end already, haven't I? Yeah, basically they broke it. They broke some numbers. Hopefully it wasn't intentional, but they changed one number and it caused the entire system to break. So now you don't get the XP bonus and you don't get the catch bonus. And that means that Pokemon are subjectively running away a lot more and breaking out a lot more. So the whole game has become much more frustrating to play. Oh, so they, they didn't intentionally remove the, the bonuses. I thought they did. Yeah, that's the thing. Everyone was wondering whether it was intentional or not. And that's why people were, you know, getting their pitchforks out. But Niantic did actually tweet for like for the first time ever, like actual customer interaction. They tweeted, say, oh, sorry, there's a bug and it's affected the catch rates and the flea rates adversely. Sorry, we're working on a fix. It's like, OK, so either they did it on purpose and they got scared when they saw the pitchforks and backpedaled or maybe it was a genuine mistake. Hopefully it was a genuine mistake. The only thing I can think of. I don't know whether you wish to comment, is Nintendo share prices. <laughs> yeah, this made me laugh, actually. This made me laugh because the share price for Nintendo rocketed upwards on the success of Pokemon Go. And I remember thinking and saying to several people, the market cap was greater than that of Sony's at one point. And, and this is the thing, I was saying, is there something I'm missing here? Because Nintendo doesn't make Pokemon Go. It's... The Pokemon Company, which is a spin-off from Nintendo now, owns the IP, and, and they're the ones who did the collaboration. And it's Niantic, a spin-off of Google or a subsidiary of Alphabet or however it's you know defined these days. It's been so, spun out. So it's not directly Nintendo. You know, I don't see how Nintendo are really going to actually be benefiting from this too much. And then, you know, a few days later, Nintendo actually did put out a statement to say, it's not going to have any significant impact on their bottom line because of the way, you know, the the connection between the companies and the profits not going to directly impact them. And, and then suddenly their share price dropped again. So it's like, okay, I was right then. I should have shorted them. But, you know, I can't trade shares anyway. So, yeah. And actually, their share price is still, you know, above what it was before, which is probably fair enough because they, they certainly have benefited from it. And it's brought Pokemon back into the limelight it's really fun it made me you know it's made me remember how much i enjoyed pokemon are you going to get sun and moon then i don't know i don't know i mean this is this is for me certainly this is proper nostalgia because this is the first pokemon game like you know it's the gen one pokemon which is the one i played so that's why someone will show me a silhouette like oh what's this one it's like oh that's a pincer oh that's an electrobuzz like that's a scyther like i know all these pokemon i can recognize them from the silhouette because of the you know the cartoon who's that pokemon I don't think I have the same connection to the later generations of Pokemon. Like, I couldn't name... I certainly couldn't name them. Certainly not after Gen 2, anyway. So it'll be some, like, Chinese rip-off. <laughs> what? Well, these characters will be just be, like, some Chinese rip-off where it's, like... It's not Mickey, it's... Well, I think there's, like, 800 Pokemon now or something. So the, the chance of remembering them all is really difficult. I think there was some... Um, was it? like college humor or something 
is it a Pokemon or is it a Swedish word? Like, can you tell the difference? Because they're having to come up with so many funny names for them. Okay, this is my first exposure to Pokemon, but the naming they've used in Gen 1 is quite clever, I think. Do they maintain it throughout? That's the thing. All the Pokemon are kind of like funny puns. But do they maintain that throughout? Or at some point it's like facepalm. <laughs> facepalm. I... <laughs> Is there a Pokemon called Facepalm? No. There's probably one. There's probably one called something close. Yeah, they start to get really. They do start to get really weird, though. It, it's like startup companies. What do you call your startup company? All the good names are taken, and you have to start calling them like weird portmanteaus of funny Latin names and stuff, just to try and come up with something pronounceable, but that hasn't been taken. So I read there was one called. I can't work out whether they're being serious. Not called Trubbish. Is there one? I don't know. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. I could, I could certainly believe. But this is what I mean. Is it a Swedish word or is it a Pokemon? I, I don't know. What, what is a trubbish? Is it a rubbish Pokemon or is it like a shrubbish Pokemon? Uh, it could be anything. Like trying to guess what kind of Pokemon it is from the name. But with Gen One, it's quite clever. Yeah, I like, like I like the Gen One Pokemon. I'm done. Yeah, that's it. This is a strange episode. It's always a bit strange, though, really. Uh, well, I think this is a particularly odd one. It's kind of like a weird... It's kind of like a weird book club in the previous sense of the book club episodes that we didn't ask everyone to play, but actually probably everyone played it because it's Pokemon Go, and everyone's playing freaking Pokemon Go right now. So there you go. There's our fun anecdotes from it. And goodness knows where the game's going now. Hopefully they're going to restore some kind of tracking capability or introduce later generations of Pokemon. I mean, they've still got to roll it out to various other countries in the world. How's trading going to work as well? How's trading going to Yeah, I don't know. I haven't got rid of all my drowsies in case anyone in Hong Kong wants them, so... That's good thinking. You could just give me all the Pokemon I need. I could, I could if I've got any duplicates, yeah. For sure, you can have some. Yeah, they should monetize... I don't know, who knows? They should monetize it. Even more, they should have tra- they have, like transaction fees oh. for trading. Costs one, one Pokecoin. That's yeah. vicious, vicious. It's the only way. Well, otherwise, it'd be too easy for people to just get all one five one in the end. Yeah, well, they're gonna have to. There is someone who's caught all the Pokemon available in the game. So aside from the six that are not catchable, he's caught everything else. They're not catchable. The six. Yeah, they're not... Well, there was... People have caught them. Someone had an Articuno, and then everyone was saying, oh, it's fake, the game's been hacked. And then Niantic actually, in one of the updates, said, oh, and we've taken away the legendary birds from the people who had them. It's like, wait, they really did have them. So, uh, you know, at the time we're recording this, I think no one knows how they got them, whether it was through some kind of bug, or someone said that they lost a... Pidgeot to a bug and wrote to Niantic support and Niantic support said we're sorry about your Pidgeot, have an Articuno and then Niantic is saying we didn't send that but maybe some intern in their customer support department did it, I don't know so however it happened they've been taken away so the legendary birds and Mew and Mewtwo and Ditto are not intended to be catchable at the moment so they're gone I wonder if they'll make Ditto the regional specific Pokemon for one of the remaining you know, regions to add, like maybe for South America or something, because that'd be nice. Because they they certainly wanted the game enough. Like 
they're going Brazil, 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 Brazil. Like we're constantly hammering the antic, and the Pokemon Go Twitter account's going, "Where is it?" And and they've got it now, but they're not sure what their regional Pokemon is. So it's a bit of a tangent. Is there regional pricing? Yeah, it's the sand. Well, I yeah. don't know how it works on Google, but on iOS, it charges you the way the App Store tiering. Actually, do you know this? Maybe you don't know this. So when you sell a game on the app, when you sell an app on the App Store, you don't actually specify the price. Like, I want this to cost like nine ninety nine. There are pricing tiers. So you say, I want this to be a tier one price, and tier one means that it's seventy nine pence in the UK. 99 cents in the US and you know some equivalent price in Hong Kong dollars and Singapore dollars and you know euros and whatever so the different amounts of poker coins I think like 100 poker coins cost like the tier one price and then the subsequently higher amounts cost different standard price tiers so it is regional pricing yes it's the standard app store regional pricing So there you go. There and then go. buying it in pounds at the moment is dirt cheap because of Brexit. <laughs> Were you actually giving me a high five? No, then I realised I felt dirty because that's because you're wealthy. Because <laughs> money doesn't mean anything to you. <laughs> what are you trying to say, Ting? It's because we're paid in Hong Kong dollars and the pound has tanked. Pound has tanked. You know, we're now paid 20% more compared to what we were before we moved here. Like... I think when you and I both moved here, you moved here a bit later, but it was relatively stable at about 12, 12 and a half, 13 Hong Kong dollars to the pound. Well, it is 20%. Yeah, and now it's 10. Yeah, but 20% of nothing isn't that much more for me. <laughs> you're, trying, you're, trying, me. you're trying to act like poor underpaid Ting Ting mm. in the bamboo mines. Yeah, you don't pay me enough, Sir Michael. <laughs> I don't, yeah, you're right. I don't pay you anything. There you go. For your your appearance fee on this podcast, you should pay me. Okay. And with that... We were Lost Levels Club. We still are Lost Levels Club. Or are we Tangent Club now? I don't know. We'll see. You can... I don't know if you want to. You can get in touch with us on, on email. Mike.and.ting at lostlevels.club And on Twitter at Lost Levels Club. You can rate and subscribe to us on, on iTunes. <laughs> and will we be on Twitch? I don't know. Does it, re- does it really make sense anymore? Can you do um, non-gaming stuff on Twitch? You can definitely do podcasts on Twitch. We could live stream us recording this podcast. It would be too painful if there was no one, though. <laughs> Let's face it. It would be no one. So, <laughs> yes. Yeah, I don't know at Twitch. We'll see. And we can just finish off with an allow this podcast, right? Oh, I didn't like that. I could say I didn't really like that. I, I thought it was really funny. You thought it was really funny or April thought it was really funny? I think it's really funny. You think it's really funny? Yeah. Oh, okay, fine. Allow this podcast. Is that all right? Is that good? Yeah. You can put a disclaimer in now. You've said it. Disclaimer. What was the disclaimer? Not really. Oh, not really. Well, it kind of is. Uh, we know we we don't know what's going on. We don't know what's going on. We kind of like opened the Pandora's box of the retrospective, and now now it's all up in the air. I don't know. We actually we had show notes for like a completely different podcast, and we just didn't do it. 
because we spent two hours talking about meta stuff again. But we did record one of the podcasts. We did at least record this one. Yes. And we're not sure what's going to happen next. But so Michael would decide. Oh, really? Well, I, I can't even decide what kind of burger I want. Okay, fine. Let's end this. Bye. Bye. <laughs>